Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Suppose the 6-10 start is an accommodation to Seattle, huh, so they can get out of here? Yeah, it's a, it's a makeup game. I don't know why they didn't play it at 1.30 in the afternoon. They have airplanes here that... Uh, that allow people to uh, fly in the night before, and yep. uh, you know you don't have to take the train anymore. I'm sure it was uh, for FSN or the, uh, but the hell with those guys. Bring them in here, play at one thirty in the afternoon, and that way the Doge and the other guys could have made. Who's in town tonight that the fellas wanted to go see? Concert. Is there a country twanger? Is there, I think there might be. Doge and a few of the others were upset because they had tickets for some. Is it uh, another Kenny Chesney show? Uh, well, yeah. Or Pink? <laughs> look up who's at the I, Palace Theater tonight, Rook. Yeah, that's these guys have never been to the Palace. They, they, they don't go to the Palace. But would rec- I know, but I want to know. Oh, okay. They'll never go to St. Paul is their problem. No, they, they'll go to the X oh, yeah. if for a big old country yeah. hoot nanny. But uh, I don't know. Somebody was in. I heard somebody was in town, and they were upset. The game was. Uh, uh, the next show I show is tomorrow. Haim, Marion Hill Wednesday, Lake Street Dive. Nobody that we Not, really. Nobody at Target Center or X. Huh? Let me look at the other two. Haim, who's Haim? I don't like know. Inks. It's like Inks. H A I M. I've never Haim? heard them, so I don't know. I don't know either. Is that what were you reading me? Palace Theater. Yes. Oh, I don't know okay. who those people are. The Palace Theater is what. So it's, it's another remodeled yeah. old theater, yeah, yeah. old uh, movie house downtown? Yep, yep, yep. Where's it from the Fitzgerald? It used to be something else. It's on... Uh, it's like by that Great Waters Brewing Company, mm. just around the corner from that. Okay, where did... Uh, what did uh, the Fitzgerald used to be? What was the name? World? What was the name of the theater? It was the World. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shania Twain's here tomorrow. Ah, Paul and Oates and Train Wednesday. That's XL. And then I'll find Target. Saw Hall & Oates last year at this time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is nobody in town. Or knowing these bleep kickers, they might be going out to the one of the casinos to see uh, somebody. I don't know. 7-3 road trip, and they're pretty happy with it. I think it should have been 8-2. Uh, oh, should have been. They played terrible this weekend. All, four, all three games this weekend. The way the Angels took advantage of their chances, which was zero, uh, they desperately wanted to lose three games to the Twins somehow. Listen, they played, to me, the Twins played awful. It was a miracle that they won on Saturday. They handed them all three runs mm-hmm. with various butcheries in the field. And then yesterday, I mean, what what is that moron doing? Keep running, buddy. You're at second base. The ball's in the gap. Uh, I think he, I think, did he get Lonnie Smith? Did they fake him? Uh, he looked like he got Lonnie. But he Remember had Lonnie his, Smith? Mm-hmm. He had his head turned to the point where I thought he was reading the, the, the ball, not the not the position player. The way he was looking, you know, when he was rounding the base. 
But he I, never got to the base, did he? Well, that, he got, I guess he stopped before he got to second base and, and stood there like I thought. Because I thought the, the re- idea that he wouldn't score, Adrianzi, never occurred to me. He would have scored standing up. And I think he was reading or thinking that the the, the outfielder was going to catch the ball. Yeah, but the outfielder was forty feet from. Him. I, I he had no I understand, shot. I, understand I know, that. but what I'm saying is, uh, I don't know. It was brutal. Absolutely brutal. I, I thought it um, was though quite impressive that they were in the game because that Otani was pretty good yesterday. Man, is he is he? Yeah, a good he was. Pitcher. Romero uh, wasn't really good at all, but uh, the Angels kept not being able to get a hit, which was fine. So, yeah, they were they they uh, they certainly did not deserve to uh, win that ball game, but uh, they still had a chance to win it. So, who's pitching tonight? Your guy Jake Odorizzi. Uh, Jake Odorizzi, who's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's 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 chuckling, and I don't know who's pitching for the uh, visiting M's, which who suffered a very big uh, loss uh, last uh, yesterday against Detroit. Robbie Cano got hit with a pitch and broke his hand badly, apparently. So uh, yeah, he's out. You know who they called up? Uh, Reavers from the minor leagues. Mm-mm. Gordon Beckham. Really? The old White Sox? 2009, Gordon Beckham, Joe, Mm -hmm. is a rookie infielder with the White Sox. Second year, he got drafted the year before. It's his second year in professional ball. He was out of this world. He was going to be an MVP. Next year, he was pretty good again. And don't know what happened. He just basically kicked kicked around and hit 210 whenever he's gotten a chance since then. I I don't know how that happens, but... uh, Looked like he was going to be a great player. The tradition-laden AL Central is not full of uh, winning tri- records. The, the tribe is uh, the tribe is eked to, I believe, one game over five hundred. Now they're basically mm-hmm. running away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. The Twins are what now? Two games under five hundred. Two games under five hundred. That's our first thing we got to do. Got to get to five hundred. Got to get to five hundred. Yep. Once right. that happens, well, they, they were at, they were at five hundred. They were seven and four, and then they lost ten out of eleven. Why mm-hmm. is baseball um, so five hundred driven? I, I know you can't win every game. You can't. You're not going to win. Well, name nine me, out of 10 name games. me a game that isn't. You, no one wins hockey. titles. Well, not hockey. <laughs> no, <laughs> because in hockey, if you got five hundred percent of the points. That ain't even close to good enough anymore. You got to have fifty five percent of the points with mm-hmm. the euphorian points mm-hmm. now. But uh, yeah, because it just seems like well, baseball is such a long, drawn out season of ups and downs that it's something to. Well, we're over five hundred. We I got a chance if you're over five hundred. You know. Yeah. And back in the day when you had ten teams or eight teams or ten teams in the league. That basically became, and the winner went to the World Series. That basically became the goal for half for two thirds of the teams. We got to get to five. Got to get to five. We got to finish over. That was your only goal in September was to finish, finish five hundred. No shot. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. So, the Washington Capitals are playing like this is finally going to be the oh, year. Oh man, let's they, just do uh, it, boys. They just want one. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin is uh, kind of putting behind all those uh, rips about him, mm-hmm. uh, isn't he? Mm-hmm. They manhandled the Tampas. They're up two games and nothing going home. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they really. Uh, I watch bits and pieces, but they seem to be putting the pressure. You know who's a good player uh, on that when he's out there with all those stars? That Oshi kid from mm-hmm. uh, War Road. Oh Oof. yeah, 
he can, uh, man, they were, I saw him a couple of times. It wasn't even, I thought they were on a power play when I turned it on for about two minutes, and they were just down in the zone throwing the puck around. And tonight, the uh, the Vegas again at the peg. You know what Winnipeg does, Joe? Well, they're if, big. If they're big, and if you're, if they're a goal ahead of you, Mm-hmm. Right. You know what? Remember what happened here in Game mm-hmm. Four? They sat on that one-all lead like it was, uh, you know, a precious medal, and and they did the same thing the other night. They they sat on that lead, man. They just and I I talked to Blake Wheeler after that Game Four here, and I because I see them as kind of an offensive team. He says we've been doing that all year. You give it. We we go in the third. They got some ungodly great record if they're ahead going into the third period. Well, I'm rooting for Winnipeg. The hell with Vegas. How about you, Reavers? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm all in on Winnipeg. I have been ever since, you know, game five. But you're the not going to return until it's a night they can possibly win the cup, if, I would guess. If it costs oh, right. seven, Winnipeg and Washington. Oh, my God. <laughs> that city might and, not survive. And Winnipeg would have the home ice because they got the, uh, didn't they have the second most points in the league? Yeah, right? behind yeah. Nashville. Yes. Yeah. All right, just a moment. Simpson hadn't been heard from since 2012. Yeah, last four was it four and a half years, right? Didn't they say? He won the Open years. at Olympic Club in Frisco, mm-hmm. the U.S. Open. Yes, and uh, I think his last win was four and a half years ago, right? Isn't that I have I no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he'd been on two Ryder Cups, and he was a hell of a player. He was a uh, uh, kind of a boring guy. As much as I wanted to see a tight finish, I, I thought it would be a shame to see a guy lose a seven-shot lead. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't. What, he no. ended up with a four-shot No, victory? he didn't. I'm, uh, I no, after, after, uh, yeah, because he double bogeyed. Uh, he hit the ball in the water in 18. That would have been fun if he was uh, four shot lead. That would have been fun if he was only like two ahead. Yeah, and then he hit it in the water on eighteen. That would have made a guy nervous. I think so. I think so. (laughs) But here's the deal: that thing's moving back to March next year. Yep, I'm in favor because the wind blows and Mm -hmm. it makes that more of a golf course. You you didn't find the course tough enough. It was too damn easy. Yeah, nobody was ever in trouble. Mm -hmm. Hit it down there and hit a eight iron into the. Par fours all all week long, and unless you chunk one left and hit it in the water, you're not in any trouble. No, there's no rough to speak of. No, they didn't. Uh, you know. Now they, I saw a photo of an alligator on a golf course in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Remember the one from the supposedly the one at Cape Coral a couple of years ago. The giant this one. This one would have eaten that one. Really, That's South Carolina, and I said. This is what we need at the stadium course. Right. Get this boy walking around and Boom. make those guys a little twitchy when they're hitting. They <laughs> Looking look over their shoulders to make they, sure. They show this gator kind of waddling across. Mm-hmm. He's enormous, and there's this family of deer yeah. sitting there munching on the grass. And all of a sudden, 
Now they look like Judd at a orgy. Yeah. They're trying to concentrate on yes, their sports page, but it's so distracting <laughs> that they can't concentrate on yesterday's ball and, scores. And the good thing is they showed the deer, and the little ones are getting closer to mom. Like, <laughs> right. oh man! Did and the this, gator go after him? No, he just keeps waddling across there. He looks like he'd be too big to run him down. Yeah. He thought, I don't have did a you shot. See that? Did you see that deer? Oof! I did, and Vex should hire that alligator to bring the ball out, <laughs> out to the mound. Well, that would be better than. For First of all, it could eat the pig and then deliver the ball. So I said, uh, to make the course tougher, get the alligator on the stadium course. Some other guy says, even better, put it in the pond around 17 and make the players wade over to the <laughs> over to the island green. <laughs> See how accurate their shots become. See if uh, you know if you hit it in the water, you got to wade in to get, to get the to get your ball back. That might be the it. biggest damn alligator I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't look photoshopped, does it? No. no you see how its whole body contorts when yes. they walk? Yeah. I mean, his head goes from left to right to left. Rip Island, South Carolina. Yeah, I'm not playing that course. No. No, thank you. I don't understand how people in the South handle having these things around. Well, Patrick, that's why they make 20-round clips right there. <laughs> right there. You can't get enough lead into that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one right but there. But our, our, our laptop here, circa 1999, <laughs> uh, I can't play the video. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. Well, well, it's only been, this is only a 20-year-old laptop. Okay, well, that's That's good. pretty new, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I there think. it is. Look at the size of that. And we don't have Monty to grill anymore about this. No, no. This thing mm-hmm. can hardly walk. <laughs> What Holy is he mackerel? What is he eating that he gets that he can get that fat? Golfers. <laughs> wow. Look bad, at the deer. Bad looking. golfers. <laughs> yeah, those deer are saying, ooh. ooh. How would Snoop uh, narrate that particular alligator <laughs> video? What is these rather large animals? That deer be saying, cuz, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, we gotta fly, cuz. Well, this poor bastard can't even walk. He's so big. He's kind of throwing his feet out in front of him to catch up to his own feet. Yeah. He's he's like your buddy walking down the uh, plane. Uh, what's your name of your buddy walking down the the Isle of the Plane. Oh, uh, 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 Sel- uh, Selberg, Gary Selberg. <laughs> Gary, give, Gary him, Sel- give him the hip check and waddle. <laughs> Some old grandma that weighs 92 pounds and is clutching her white purse on her knees, and he's head faking to go in to sit next to her, making her completely panic and shake. Is he a big fella? He's a rather large fella, and he knows that, yeah. which is also, why he does the head he fake. He also hums the theme from Jaws, right? He's amusing himself, isn't he? Yes. 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 He's a good guy, and he likes his vodka. Well, that's not all that. <laughs> I've told the story 50 times about the white Bryant McKinney's walking down the aisle and keeps getting closer and closer to me, and I'm full-figured then, and there's a middle seat. It's You know, the odds have gone from 50%. <laughs> Forty. You see it going. They're going high. Forty percent. Uh, there's only about four seats left. I'm in there. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> Did you have the middle seat? No, I had the aisle. But, but he had the middle. He had the middle. And we had to get, we had to put the handle up. You know, which made us very comfy. Right, sure. You know, belly, belly bumping. So then do your, do your fat rolls get all sweaty where they touch? Well, this guy was, you know, this guy wasn't just a tub. He was just monstrous, you know. I mean, he was six foot eight and 350. Oh, man. Uh, he looked like a left tackle. 
me sitting next to him, and I told you there was a little skinny guy over by the window, and I said, how you doing over there, buddy? <laughs> the answer say, was, I'm doing okay. Hey, buddy, pull yeah. my finger. Yeah. It was, hope you don't have to pee on this flight, because you no, ain't getting no, up. No, no, no. Uh, they'll make every effort to play this entire oh, they gotta game. Play they they got to play it. They got to play it. Tonight. Even though the phone says the rain is getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. The afternoon tomorrow, too. They couldn't possibly do a doubleheader, could they? No, no these, guys two are make up games. these guys are coming back oh, to make up. This that, is the last. Remember oh. that last, that Sunday? Mm. After playing on Saturday when they were first at home when the game time temperature was 27. Yeah. They decided it was too cold the next day at 35, and they didn't play. And now, now, they were home a month ago when we got the blizzard over the weekend, right? Yes, they got snowed out. They got snowed out Saturday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday against the Mighty Whiteys. Yeah. 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 So they got three doubleheaders, split doubleheaders. And, and then they left on Monday uh, and went to San Puerto Ron. Rico. Yeah. They played. Uh, they went four days without playing. Yeah. And then they, and they uh, still have played, played fewer twice. games than everybody, yes. right? Yes, yes. They're catching up now, so anyway, yeah that that's one of those where you got us. One of their problems is they always wait for it to stop raining to start. So unless it's drizzling, they probably won't start. But tonight, you just got to say, "Ups, let's go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and well, it's not going to be a hard raid. It's just they can they can do this. They, they can do. You this. can get it. You yeah, can play. Right. You you can get them. But they should be done by now. They should have already played today. And uh, going to be hopping on the plane to get out of here. Mm-hmm. What's uh, next uh, for uh, the likes of Tiger? You think he'll, he won't show up again till Shinnecock? Is he going to play once more? I don't. I don't know. He, he, he'll probably play once more, won't he? Don't we go to Byron probably, Nelson now? He probably feels pretty good about his. Nah, he won't go to. He won't go to Texas. Yeah. So he probably won't play till Shinnecock. Is he over wait. the embarrassment? Not embarrassment. Is he over? Has he gotten over the fact that he's not going to be elite anymore? Well, he might very well turn out to be. That's why we can't. You yeah. you discount him at your own risk. Look what he did over the weekend. Right. He uh, makes a cut. Got and himself then... right back in it. <clears throat> Shoots. What does he shoot? 66? 65 on 65. Saturday. But it was like playing Como Park. Okay. The golf that, course was so Which I've never shot 65. You don't at think it was his attitude, Patrick? Yeah. And, uh, Mike and whoever the new dummy is this morning, they were speculating that he's all nerves leading up uh, for the couple of days leading up during qualifying, but then he sees that he's so far out of it that he just relaxes and plays. Do you think well, that's... Well, that's a theory, and he, and, he, and he has played a lot better on the weekend this year than he's played on I Monday, think he's Thursday plus three on Thursday and Friday overall, and he's 27 under on Saturday and Sunday. But you go to Shinnecock, you play, you hit the ball exactly the same. You ain't going to be 12 under or whatever. Sports Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Is there a Waffle House near Shinnecock? Oh, yeah, he'll find something. All right, he'll, yeah. be, he'll do all right. Yeah. Uh, stocks struggled to hold on to gains for a while today, but the major indexes were higher at the close of trading, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 68 points at 24,899. The NASDAQ Composite rose 8 points, and the S&P 500 gained 2. A long-standing ingredient in wrinkle creams, shampoos, and lip injections, collagen is now appearing in foods, and people are eating it up despite little hard evidence that it works. 
Foods infused with collagen and touting beauty and health benefits have been popular in Europe for years, and now they're making a splash here in products ranging from coffee creamers to protein bars. Nearly 300 new food and supplement products featuring collagen were introduced in the U.S. last year. The next time you fly on American Airlines, leave your comfort goat at home. American has added insects, hedgehogs, and goats to the list of animals banned from the cabin as part of changes to its policies covering emotional support animals. Like other airlines, American will have a 48-hour notification period for passengers looking to bring on a support animal. They'll also have to sign a waiver showing the animal is trained and will behave. Miniature horses, though, get to stay on the approved list as long as they've been trained to service animals. I'm Bruce Vale with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, we thank you very much. We'll let you go and check traffic here. This one's sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. And this single lane on westbound 62 at 34th wreaked havoc this morning. We had cars jamming to Fort Snelling, actually, prior to the Mendota River Bridge. And it's going to be another kick to the crotch this afternoon. Westbound 62 already slowing at Hiawatha. Firestone Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running. New music, I'll say. Right out of 1968. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. 75 degrees and uh, it's cloudy out. Twins Mariners playing a makeup game at Target Field tonight. Jake Odorizzi against Wade LeBlanc. Uh, in all, this homestand will feature nine games. Two against uh, tonight's game, then two against St. Louis. Three against Milwaukee. Three against Ron Garden Hires. Detroit Tigers. Oh, Gardy got uh, tossed uh, in the second game yesterday for arguing balls and strikes. Only two this year, though, so far. <laughs> How's That's, Carol taking that? <laughs> yeah, she gets... Depends upon if it costs him. I think it only costs like a grand each time. Or okay. Something, you know. So he's got to make up by doing for looking for I, bathroom caulk. I believe he's <laughs> second all time. Or no, maybe not second all time, but he's, he was... When Bo- he's number one all time among active managers, obviously, because he was when Bobby Cox was still managing, he was second in baseball. And, and Cox well, where's Earl Weaver on the list? Yeah, I don't know how many Earl. Billy Martin's probably the champ, yeah. I would think. But Ron's not going to lay down over no. second base or anything, is he? He's no, not no, gonna no, be that no, no, dramatic. he's not going to do. They uh, they don't take that as humorously as only they one used reason to, you're no. here, right? Only one reason. That's the reason. Uh, Gardy is currently eighth all time in uh, ejections. In ejections, Bobby Cox is one with 161. John McGraw, John McGraw, 132. Earl Weaver is third with 94. He's tied with Leo. Is it DeRocher? But yeah. for style, Earls were the best, oh, yes. and they're all ahead of Billy. Where's Billy? Uh, He's not on this. Does that get you into the Hall of Fame if you're top five? No. Earl's in there, even though the uh, <laughs> even though the, the umpire Bill Haller suggested that he was. <laughs> when are you going to get in there for Earl blowing a World Series? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, huh? He used a little different expression, yes. but that is what he said. Yes. <laughs> News notes from today: by a vote of eighty-four to thirty-nine, the Minnesota State House this afternoon mm. passed an eight hundred twenty-five million dollar bonding bill with funding for building projects across the state. An amendment to the bill was added that would finance three new homes for veterans by repurposing excess reserve funds dedicated to paying off bonds for U.S. Bank Stadium. The amendment was added on a unanimous... Huh? Hmm? Do we have excess money coming yes, in yes, for U.S. Bank Stadium? I mentioned the wrong stadium earlier. I thought I, it was I, Target Field. I'd read this about a month ago. The bank. Also. Mm-hmm. The amendment was added well, on hopefully a... hopefully that money gets to Ziggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
amendment was added on a unanimous vote of Republican and DFL members. The state Senate must still pass its own bonding bill before the two can be reconciled and sent to Governor Mark Dayton. Legislative session scheduled to adjourn, of course, on May 21st. The House's bonding bill remains roughly half the size of Dayton's $1.5 billion proposal. Republican legislative leaders had dismissed that plan as too large and promised theirs would be smaller. They still have that one out there on the end of Normandale, that, that beautiful hunk of land on the bluff looking out down over the Does river. There's a veteran's home. It's, it's, I don't it know. It used to be a veteran's home. I, don't know. I, I agree that we should give them a good view. I yeah. do, too. That was a gorgeous view, but the thing was falling apart 30 years ago, so... A fire this morning at the Dairy Queen in Concourse C of the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport's Terminal 1 caused minimal damage. According to Patrick Hogan, Director of Public Affairs and Marketing for the Metropolitan Airports Commission, call came in about 6.30 in the morning. Fire uh, set off the sprinklers, he said, so there was quite a bit of water in the Dairy Queen and in two adjacent gates. A crew is in the process of cleaning up. Hogan said Delta Airlines might switch a few gates for some flights. No injuries. Who screwed up with the fryer? Who, who <laughs> messed up with the fryer? The fire, uh, fire department was canceled on their way out. They didn't even make it to the really? scene because that fire went out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Only there was some sort of I don't know, cold dairy product that you could throw on a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, my friend at the airport that worked yeah. at the airport was unaware of this. Was this oh, uh, in the main terminal or the, not the C, main one? Concourse C, main terminal. terminal 1. You know the what's a one. very underrated Dairy Queen food product? Huh. I have no idea. Their onion rings are pretty really? good. They're frozen onion rings. Who they goes get, to Dairy get, Queen for onion rings? What's I wrong do. with you? I do. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a pain in the ass. Frozen <laughs> onion rings. <laughs> Wow. They have very good onion rings and a nice little uh, smallish double cheeseburger. Just I was going to say the ice cream. What's wrong with you? <laughs> they uh, they do have a good burger. I had one about two yes, years ago. That very was good delicious. Burger. Yeah, it was a while ago. That's no, 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 uh, no how's your onion rings today? Fresh and uh, ready? Let's go. Well, don't worry, I don't short myself on the ice cream. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's dessert. Right. Got to have dessert. And yes. the thing with the ice cream, you got to eat it first, otherwise it melts while you're going through those onion rings. No, I'm an ice cream sandwich guy. Let's uh, hey, did you the take the gal cream. out to a DQ for uh, Mother's Day? <laughs> no, that's my mother. <laughs> she got a fine bag of Doc's pretzels, Dot's Ooh. pretzels from uh, Fratelloni's. Ooh. Huh. Oh. Hardware else? store pretzels? Hardware oh, store that's pretzels. where they sell them. Hardware they're store pretzels. Oh, they're Dots. good. No, they're good. Dots they're are good. made in North Dakota. They're yeah. quite good. Made oh, in yeah. Velva. They're addictive. Yeah. Any news at really all, John? Anybody well, else, I'm, I'm anybody else on, on here? Maybe treat the wife to the sham for uh, Mother's Day dinner? Anybody? Raise your hand. I did my <laughs> wife a huge favor and left town. Head <laughs> <laughs> to the rock, are you? Okay. What'd she have? What burger you know did she have? who was playing at the sham? Who? The Moldy Figs. Oh, really? I love the Moldy Every Fest. other Sunday very they cool. play there. It's really? wonderful. Oh. They're very good. They used to come and annoy so if you us gave at the a little... dinner every year. Yeah. Are they still there? Tom they Owens still... and his wife were yeah, there. Yeah, very nice people. <laughs> so not only do you treat her to a fine burger, you uh, got a little free concert <laughs> it's on It's almost uh, like being in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we got her now. Did you two kick up your I heels? I all the stops, didn't I? <laughs> did, you, uh, did you take her for a couple of laps around the dance floor? No, right. boys? Here we go. Former Senate Majority Leader. Was that, I mean, was, wait, was that it? Was that? I mean, that's that's kind of where it ended. Okay. Right, wrapped up there. No. Former. Uh, I made. Any, there wasn't any hanky panky in the parking lot. No. In the car no, 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 no. I made brunch, bacon and scrambled eggs. Yeah. That's not brunch. You made breakfast. You know, you're like people are like, hey, you want brunch? Like you made eggs and bacon. We had it at two. That's what I. Thought, right. <laughs> 
Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid is being treated for pancreatic cancer. His family Uh-oh, said in a statement. Uh, see you later, Harry. Reid underwent surgery today at John Hopkins Cancer Center to remove a tumor from his pancreas. Family statement said his doctors caught the problem early during a routine uh, screening. That's his what they always say. Surgeons are confident that the surgery was a success and the prognosis for his recovery is good. His family went on to say he's out of surgery and in good spirits. He'll now undergo chemotherapy. Next step. In his Harry, treatment. do what I'm going to do when I get the big p uh go to uh go to the, the great capitals of europe take all your money out of the bank and go to the great capitals of europe yes <laughs> california jury has awarded nearly eight million dollars to the former manager of a chipotle mexican grill for wrongful termination <laughs> Jean- i think we're gonna have to get this one overturned that seems a little high johnny Jeanette ortiz was accused in 2015 of stealing 626 dollars in cash from a safe at the chipotle in fresno her bosses claim the theft was recorded on surveillance video, but when she asked to see the evidence, she was told it had already been destroyed. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we erased it. We recorded mm-hmm. over it. Sorry. She fired a wrongful termination suit. The Fresno Bee reports that jurors ordered Chipotle to pay her $7.97 million in damages, finding that upper management had fired her maliciously. Ortiz was so, how long would have she had to work at Chipotle to make seven point nine seven million, Johnny? A long time. Mm-hmm. Long. I think five thousand years. Mm-hmm. The award includes six million for emotional distress <laughs> and one point nine seven million for the loss of past and future wages. One even one point seven seems high for Chipotle so. uh, wages. <laughs> In Canada, the mystery of the dismembered feet continues. I don't like this. <laughs> Man, it's out for a Sunday afternoon. You don't like to walk around and see straight feet. feet. <laughs> yeah. Man, was out I for get a stroll. <laughs> By three o'clock, <laughs> out for a stroll on a British Columbia beach yesterday when he made a gruesome discovery: a human foot in a hiking boot lodged in a pile of wood. His feet are showing up all the time. <laughs> Authorities aren't saying much more about the foot, but it's the fourteenth found washed up on a shoreline over the past decade. Well, we got to get to the there. bottom of this. <laughs> yes, we do. Nine of the 14 have been identified, and officials determined they belong to six people. According to the British Columbia Coroner Service, no foul play was involved in any of the previous cases. What, are people cutting off their own feet? <laughs> I understand well, about finding the one shoe, but the are, one foot's are, a little uh, more... Are they getting eaten, and, and the sharks don't like feet? They what? are uh, all. The remains that so far they've identified have either been suicides or accidental drownings. Okay. So their bodies remain in the water, and at some point in the water... The body, Have they know, been able to return a found foot to somebody who's still alive? <laughs> um, I would assume so. Yes, somebody uh, walking the beach oh, with a stump. No, not no, alive. No, that's no, kind of like alive. that's kind of like when your dog drags into the uh, yard like a dead skunk. And oh. he's, all, he's all proud of himself. Look what I got you. Look what I got you. Who's a good boy? Huh? Who's a good tail's wagging left and right. What the hell are you going to do with a rotten foot suit? Well, the authorities say apparently it's because of the way human bodies decompose. And that the feet are protected by shoes, so oh, the feet they stay okay. intact. So it's not animals. The shoe. Animals aren't eating them. I disagree. No. Sure. So this is a non-story, huh, John? Yeah. <laughs> I lost Shut up. Wow, Rook's in the live blood, sweat, and tears mode, huh? Does Mama like? No. <laughs> Mama. Just once more. 
Had to hear that. What version is this? Some live version? The live version at uh, the North Sea Jazz Fest in 93. He sounds like he's about 94. (laughs) Can't beat the horns, though, huh? Mm -hmm. Wait for his false teeth to fall out. Uh, I had this story last Thursday, but I saved it for you, Joe, because I know how much you'll like it. All right. Remember, uh, we went through this. uh, We were out at the lake on May the 4th. Uh, Prior Lake, we were. And uh, that's Star Wars day. Patrick and I remember that day. (laughs) You liked it, didn't you, Kenny? Yeah. You like it when we're gone. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Star Wars day, of course. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So for two Star Wars fans in Utah, May 4th was also the perfect day to have their twins. In fact, they decided to name the babies with a nod to Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Yeah. Luke and Leia. Rowan Luke and Kai Leia were born to Kendall and Ross Robbins, who actually chose to induce labor on May the 4th. The twins were born just after noon, McKay D. Hospital in Ogden, Utah. Within hours of their birth, they and their parents had already watched the Star Wars film. Their parents came to the hospital prepared with Star Wars DVDs. Duluth, Duluth this. <laughs> this. This is ridiculous. This These people are very, sick. Very Next story. There's lots more. Let's face it. How many have we had now? The you know we we didn't need a sequel. The first one would have been the first one stands alone. The first one, first three, first three. I'd say the first three were pretty good. When they broke out the fat guy. When was that? The third one, Jabba the Hutt. Hutt. Yeah, it went downhill from then. (laughs) Hit too close to home. (laughs) The force will be with you always. Always. Uh, We have a barn find. Did you see this one? Is this the Porsche? No, this is a BMW M1. I saw that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ran when it was parked 36 years That's ago. That's what they all say. have heard that before. It ran, <laughs> <when it laughs> ran when it was BS. parked. And now a rare BMW M1 supercar is ready to hit the road again. The sleek red coupe was first purchased in 1981, driven just 4,500 miles before it was left in a garage in southern Italy, where it sat collecting dust and clutter until it was discovered by a classic car dealer two years ago. Unclear why it was abandoned, but the car remained in its original, although slightly deteriorating condition for all those years. What year is it originally? Uh, 81. 81. 81, okay. Uh, The M1 was BMW's first mid-engine model and one of the highest performing supercars of its era, designed by Giordetto Giogario. Mm -hmm. It was developed with help from Lamborghini, but put into production by a group of suppliers specializing in motorsports and low-value manufacturing that were overseen by BMW. Rear-wheel drive M1s, two, uh, 273 horsepower, 3.5-liter straight-six, capable of propelling it to a top speed of 162 miles an hour. Only I f- get a kick out of John rattling all this stuff off like he knows what the hell he's talking about. No, you know as no much about the car as I do. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, wait, that's an insult. I know a little yeah, more than uh, you, Pat. What's the price tag on this thing? Uh, 50 twice. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, we'll get okay. there. Okay. Uh, they only built 453 of them from 1978 to 1981. You knew that. I didn't know that. It was in the mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, though, Chris. The G- German dealer that bought it, Mint Classics, had the car sent to BMW's in-house restoration service for a full overhaul. The work was aimed at preserving its components, and the new- only new parts of any significance are the fuel tank and oil pan. The price paid for the car and the restoration have not been revealed, but it's now being listed at... $1.2 million. That would be roughly twice what the Haggerty price guide says similar cars are worth. And uh, the reason for that is there are not many of these 
When you retire, you got to go to Italy for a month or two and look for cars. Peak in garages, uh, just like you used to up up at the lake. (laughs) Just like you used to. I still do it now. That sounds kind of weird, yeah. (laughs) Joe speaking in garages again. There he is. (laughs) North Carolina fugitive was arrested this past Friday night in Lyons, Wayne County, after he accidentally dialed 911. According to the Wayne County Sheriff's Office, deputies went to check an address on Franklin Street after a 911 hang-up call originated from that location about 8.30 in the evening. There they found 53-year-old Jesse Graham, who as it turned out was wanted by the police department in Mooresville on several charges. Deputies arrested Graham as a fugitive of justice, and Graham was arraigned in court in town in the town court of Galen Court and remanded to the Wayne County Jail. See, the wanted guy accidentally yeah. called 911. Oh, so that's, okay, so he accidentally called 911. Hello? <laughs> wow. Your uh, Kenny's got one foot out the door here, John. <laughs> In Great Britain, adults may have to buy the equivalent of about a $20 pass to anonymously prove they are aged 18 if they want to watch porn online. New age verification laws are being introduced in an attempt by the government in Great Britain to prevent children from accessing X-rated websites. You'd get a 16-digit porn pass. It's being touted as one option. Do you have your porn pass? <laughs> got yours yet? <laughs> yeah, it's got mine. Being touted as one option for the estimated 25 million Brits who regularly visit adult websites to confirm they're not underage. The code can be used by people who want to avoid giving personal details when they're asked to prove their age online. What big if, big what brother if, has finally gotten completely out of hand here. <laughs> The proposals are being considered by the British Board of Film Classification. According to the Sunday Telegraph, uh, the card would cost around 20 bucks, be available to buy from a newsagent or corner shop for use on buying age-restricted items. A spokesperson from the Department of Culture, Media, and Sport said, We are in the process of implementing some of the strictest data protection laws in the world. New legislation was originally intended to be implemented in April, but now has been pushed back. Critical about the new legislation, Internet security expert Alex Muffet. He said the kids... (laughs) I chuckled myself. The kids will beat the technology anyway, he says. And adults may end up they having just, their They details. just call him Muff for short. Muff, hey, you got Johnny. your porn pass? Johnny. Yes. Uh, Kenny, I mean, did you yeah. catch a fish? I didn't go fishing. You didn't? No. Huh? no. What'd you do, Ken? I minded uh, my own business. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Fart. Did you have a nice weekend? <laughs> you, go anywhere any near my, you go anywhere near my barn, you're going to be talking to the Douglas County Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> got plans for the week coming up, Ken? I'm done in here. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh, he's leaving. Boy, the, wow. the Star Tribune photo we had of the walleye, the successful walleye fishermen, they look like large minnows. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Did the gov have any luck? He got he three bass, did he? He did. which are basically unedible, so inedible. So. Oh, I love bass. You don't like bass? Well, you're probably thinking of sea bass. Oh, I've eaten a lake bass. Yeah. You got a smallmouth over you there. Them, you got to pickle the damn. Did you get that at the sham? You can get them. No, they don't have it. <laughs> yeah, they got a little fish sandwich over there. A little bass sandwich, did you? Yeah. A little fish fry Friday. Going back for fish fry Friday? <laughs> Yeah. How about, Boy, am I, I getting a lot of grief yeah, for nothing? Okay. Even, got even in the realm of my doing. <laughs> no, but that's that's fun. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. Good times Maybe at the you sham. Buy a couple of uh, tickets next door at the meat raffle. Though. Yeah, you got <laughs> the, the meat bring over the meat raffle too. Win a roast. I love them. Good, hey, good. pop this in the crock by baby. I love a good meat raffle. Oh, you can't we're gonna be doing this all this week. Is, this no. is Mother's Week. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mother's Week. <laughs> Mother's Week. You got Mother's Week going on. Is what you got, Ruck? You're gonna have to take us to break.